You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its Board of Regents. To learn more about this program or other programs on KUCI, log on to KUCI.org. My name is Ann. You're listening to Operation Community Stimulus. We have with us in the studio today two very, very, very special guests. Uh, The first one is Emma Zinn. And... um, she is a, a very, very, very special Labrador Great Dane mix. With her is, she brought with her today, Deborah Joe. Deborah, help me with your last name, please. <laughs> Japuzio. Well, thank you, too, for coming in. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. You know, this is really a treat uh, to get to meet both of you guys. And I'd like for you to share with our audience a little bit about um, the role that, I mean, Emma's in, you know, the organization. You've put together an awesome organization, (laughs) and I'd like for you to share with people what what you guys' big plans are. How did a dog become a business? Yes, 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 please. (laughs) Well, first you start by going to the shelter and getting yourself a dog for little to no cost. And then you start going to training school and obedience school and therapy dog school. And somewhere along the line, it turned into the Emma Zen Foundation, which mm-hmm. started actually a 501C as of last Thursday. Yay! Yay! Yay. And it looks like you've got her involved with senior centers, is that right? Correct. Yes. And hospice and home visits. Yes, and she co- sort of has a special flair for the children. So, yeah, if there's a children there, Emma's over in the child's corner. Well, I can understand that one. I kind of feel the same way. And I understand that she's even been out here at UCI on yes, campus. Yes, we have. We have with mm-hmm. the Orange County SPCA. We've been here with her PAWS program a couple mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. fabulous. Thank you for inviting us back. Well, thank you guys so much. I mean, it's, it's always a treat. I've had, I've, I, I have interviewed actually several dog um, programs, but they've never brought the dogs with them before. <laughs> This is Emma's gig, not mine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She's such a mild, mild. She really is. She's an old soul. She's been that way since the day we got her. And you know, the way she was talking on that mic early, it, I mean, I can't believe that you got a picture of her like that. <laughs> you know, I often get people asking, what does Emma have to do with it? And she absolutely has everything, everything. to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, she has done well in therapy mm-hmm. and she has expanded in therapy from from seniors to youth mm-hmm. uh, she has done some modeling she has gotten some social recognition on the internet and websites and facebook and and i i understand how people advocate for a cause once they reach a certain level of personal awareness you almost feel like you have to right, you know right, it's right, the yeah. right it's the right time to give back if somebody's mm-hmm. going to pay attention and look it's the right time to say hey maybe we should all be paying attention and looking to this or that or something a little better than ourselves absolutely yeah. and you've had her trained or, or she's been trained for stage and film is that right yes it is <laughs> <laughs> anything uh like what kind of a film i mean what is um we just uh, went up to pilots. San Francisco about a month ago mm-hmm. and did a short film that will be coming out at the San Francisco Film Festival, I believe, in the beginning of the year. And that was called My Sweet Clementine. We're doing an info commercial next month. And she's done some modeling for magazines. That's, I mean, I can see she's so even. Just, I mean, she just, you know, give me some space and let me rest. Yeah. 
I'm sure she's glad to be inside here today. I was going to say, what they can't see is the lazy dog in the corner just kicking back. No, she already had her chance at the mic earlier, and we even have pictures to prove it. And I understand that she has logged on 20,000 miles on her Harley-Davidson sidecar. Yes, the her Harley-Davidson would be the appropriate part. My husband and I both ride, and we got a dog, and a few months later, he mentioned, you know, Babe Sturgis uh, is in South Dakota. It's the biggest Mm -hmm. bike rally that there is, is in a few months. And my eyes widened, and I thought, what am I going to do with my dog? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. after I'd only had her for a couple of months, I was already in love and had no idea how I was going to leave her at home. And, you know, she wasn't certified for anything. She was just a pet like everybody else has. And, um, you know, we travel by bike. So we bought our dog a sidecar and put her in it. And she was natural from day one. I always get asked uh, how we trained her to be in that sidecar. We never did. Wow. 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 I try to watch my wows, but wow. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing better than going down the freeway and seeing a 106-pound dog in a sidecar with her ears flapping in the wind. (laughs) You know, are there pictures on your website? Yes, there are. Okay, you know what? I thought I looked at it, but you know what? Hmm, maybe I did. I mean, I'm I'm all over the board. (laughs) Uh, And then she, she has a job. She does have a job. She has a very important job. I want to know what that is. This is Emma Zen, leader of Team O2. Mm-hmm. Mm, what is a Team O2? Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, I have a funny feeling that it's going to be something with this uh, pet oxygen mask that you guys are working on. Huh? That's right. Last year, um, we started a business uh, in Anaheim, Emma Zen. And since then, we have done a number of fundraisers until we got the pet oxygen masks introduced to us. And I was taken by them. Uh, I guess I've always assumed that the, there was a fire, that our emergency services had what it took sure. to take care of us. But I never stopped to ask them what that was and what kind of equipment that was. And they don't really have a specific equipment for our pets and we really didn't learn that much apparently from Katrina you know that was really one of their number one problems there is uh, there was a lot of animals and pets that were displaced and or their emergency services mm-hmm. weren't ready mm-hmm. to cope with the pets and a lot of fire departments do carry them but a lot of fire departments still don't and what they are are pet oxygen masks and they are oxygen masks but they are shaped in a cone to fit over a muzzle or a snout of a dog or a cat or another household pet. So they really are specifically designed for pets. And mm-hmm. they come in three different sizes. There's a small, medium, and a large. Mm-hmm. And they fit dogs, cats of all sizes. Each individual mask has a little bit of play in it for form around the face. And they just hook up to the oxygen tanks that the fire trucks already carry. Oh, that is amazing. Amazing. I've never, I would have never thought about that either. Yeah. So, yeah, I had never heard of it uh, when I first started. And about eight months ago, we really kicked in our Team O2 campaign. And it's been fabulous to see the growth in eight months. Uh, not only is the public, some of the public, a little bit more aware, but I now have fire stations even calling asking for this equipment so that really says a lot you know um, that says a whole lot they're they're willing to help our animals Uh, they just need the right equipment I would I would kind of imagine that Emma is into a large mask am I right (laughs) 
Emma is a large. <laughs> now, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. Now, what do you think my dog would take? Uh, your dog takes the small and or cat size. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nine pounds. How much does Emma weigh, by the way? Oh, Does she like to tell her weight? <laughs> <laughs> well, she tops out at about 106. Really? Yeah, and right now we're in our mm-hmm. skinny fur, and we believe that that is about 102. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. You know, wow. it's summer, skinny fur. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's got to be excited about this trip that we're going to talk about a little bit later also. I'm excited to hear about that. Why, why, why do you think we need um, the mask for the dogs? What's the purpose of them? They're, they're needed during household fires or other natural disasters. Mm-hmm. If your dog, it's for when your dog can't breathe, if they're suffering from smoke asphyxiation or if they're having other breathing difficulties. Now, just because your dog has a breathing problem doesn't mean you call your fire department out. But if they're already mm-hmm. there because of a house fire or another emergency, at least they would be able to have the life-saving equipment available to them. Right, right, right. That, that's amazing. <laughs> have you um, gotten any pictures of Emma demonstrating the mask? Actually, Emma will demonstrate the mask and she will allow us to put it on her mm-hmm. snout. But she's a pretty easygoing dog and she's done it quite a few times so for her it's not really a big Mm -hmm. problem and that's one of the number one questions is uh um why do you know why do i need this for my dog isn't my dog isn't going to like me doing this to them well no your perfectly alive well-breathing dog probably isn't going to but this is for when a dog is under distress for when a dog cannot breathe and that is when this product would be delivered right you have to think of the health of the animal first correct yeah that's true Well, who needs the mask, and are they available to the public to purchase? Yes and no. Yes, uh, somewhere out there on the Internet, the public can purchase them. No, I do not sell them directly. I do fundraising via many different means around our local cities, and I donate the masks directly to the fire departments. Uh, You can donate to the company uh, exact amount and we can get them they're $75 for a kit and we can get them established into the city that you live in and you can donate and we'll send it out to the fire departments I personally don't like to send the masks directly to people for the same reason that the fire department has given me one I don't like to hear by the way the fire department says is that there is a fire get out of your home If you are in the house looking for your pet, you're endangering your own life. So they ask us to get out of the house. And that's, we have cognitive thought, and we know that there's danger, and we've been trained, and we know better to get out of the house. Or how many movies have you seen where horses are running into burning barns? That's that's really realistic. Animals, horses, dogs, cats, they run back to a place of comfort. And comfort Mm. to them is where? You know, my cat's going to be under my kitchen table and my dog will probably be in the office waiting for me. So, well, don't these don't these masks have to have to work with the oxygen from the fire department? That's too? right. It would be the the firemen would get there on on scene of a fire, mm-hmm. and while they're inside the house looking for any other survivors and or trying to put out that fire, and they find these animals, the firemen have always picked up these animals and taken them outside. However, they haven't been able to d- deliver adequate oxygen to them because they've been using human masks and or removing the human masks and only being able to use a small amount of oxygen that comes out of the tubing this mask here completely covers the dog's nose and part of its mouth and allows for adequate breathing 
So anybody that wants to help, the best way is is to contribute so that the fire department can do their job. Exactly, exactly. Selling to the public sort of assumes responsibility that you know what to do with emergency medical equipment. So So each one costs $75, correct? Correct. How do you raise the funds? What's the, what's the, how does that happen? Oh, goodness. Uh, Fundraising, I'm finding out, is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. How did my dog get me working so hard? (laughs) (laughs) We have had fundraisers at many little restaurants in town and uh, we're having one on Sunday um, at Frisco's out in City of Industry. Mm. We What is Frisco's? Frisco's is a local restaurant okay. out in the City of Industry mm-hmm. and we'll be having a fundraiser out there where you go on a certain day and time and you will be able to uh, get a percentage of mm-hmm of that income for the night. I've also attended a lot of street fairs and pet expos. And we just recently, for Emma's birthday party, threw a huge fundraiser where we had a woman from Sunny Dog, Inc. Her name's Denise Fleck. And she came in and taught uh, pet first aid and CPR and all the contributions to get in and get this educational course on how to help your dog first line defense uh, went to the pet oxygen masks. And I think that we're going to start doing a few more sort of wellness Mm -hmm. pet days awareness. And our next one is going to be on dog massage. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's cute. That's really cute. How are, why is it that you're so invested into this um, program? (sighs) Good question. <laughs> uh, I don't know would be my answer. Um, I guess it's because I assumed it was always there for the animals. And when I found out that it wasn't there for the animals, the thought... Emma Emma came from a shelter. She was a, a fire. She was rescued from a fire in Santiago Canyon. And so she's kind of already experienced that, but I haven't. The thought that I could lose my dog in a fire and knowing that only $75 could have made the difference between my dog's life being saved, if I didn't do anything, I just couldn't live with myself. It it was something I just had to do. My dog had to be safe. Your dog had to be safe. I just... How did Emma, how, how old was Emma when you found her? She was four months old, 40 pounds, and her feet were still that size. <laughs> so you knew, you knew. <laughs> we knew we were in trouble when we saw the three-foot paw <laughs> at four months. <laughs> no, she's adorable, and I guess she's still just laying. She's already had what to say, what all she yeah, had to say she, about the situation. Well, you earlier. might get one little wolf out of her, which she doesn't really say much. <laughs> how many have you donated? How many have you donated, and where have they been donated to, the units? Uh, so far to date, I think, I believe it was 58 that we have donated. Uh, yeah, not bad for eight months. Mm-hmm. Five of them are in educational programs or emergency preparedness awareness programs, and the rest of them are in cities all over L.A., Orange, Riverside, and a few out of state. We've done the complete city of Anaheim. That took 17 sets. Hmm. Uh, the complete city of Monrovia and Monterey Park. They took four sets apiece. The complete um, city of Wrightwood. And they took three sets. The rest of the donations have been one at a time to different cities all over uh, the counties. All over our counties. I have uh, sent a few to... Minnesota, Oregon, Ohio, and just yesterday, our first set uh, landed in Germany. 
Oh, my goodness. Wow. We are going international. We are going international. <laughs> now, when you talk about set, and I think you mentioned it earlier, that's three or two? That's three sizes in a kit with the tubing for those masks. Mm -hmm. There's also a first aid book in there written by Sunny Dog Inc. that's really for the first responders that tell the first responders what to do a little bit differently that's more dog specific. They've already got the training. We just want to give them some dog specific details. So it sounds like you've got a... Um See, I had thought that it was per $75 per, but it's per kit. Then. It's per kit. It's so per I was kit. Like, Gosh, and it's going to cost $75 times three for each fire. No, 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 no. That's, a, that's yeah. one of the reasons I'm so invested. Right, you know, it's only right. $75 yeah. and it's emergency equipment for your animal. That, that little safety net. I mean, mm -hmm. I think all of us would do that. Uh, what's, sure. what's next? Mm -hmm. What's next is I think it should be a law. I mean, if that was a little box on a ballot, I think we would all save that. I would definitely pay $75 to save my pet. In fact, I purchased a couple of these kits. I think I saved $75 for years. Sure. I think the city was one of them. So then the, the nonprofit that, that you formed here, yes. why, it, was that done to help other people when they make the donations, or what was the purpose behind doing the nonprofit? <sighs> the purpose behind doing mm -hmm. the nonprofit, as I am practicing and learning as I go, there are a lot of larger donations that have been offered to us, but they've, um, they have not done that because we weren't nonprofit. So I can go after bigger corporations if I go nonprofit and make a bigger difference. I have found implementing these into the stations are not as easy as it sounds. You may offer a $75 donation and get it into your city, but your city may have more than one truck, and they may want them at least one per station. So I'm running into a little bit of learning curve <laughs> that's right you yeah. want to put one in each truck I would think I mean they have this the the standardization that they do to the trucks mm -hmm. so if they have them at one on every battalion truck then maybe we're covering at least one per station in that city so I, I need bigger funds to work with I know one way to obtain that has been to go through a 501 mm -hmm. so that was that was probably my main drive mm -hmm. for it well that I, I this is not something that's going away this is something I'm going to continue to do and it's mm -hmm. something that's mm -hmm. going to grow and evolve and how I see that growing is uh, the next kit I'd like to have an ambu bag in with it so that that's a breathing bag that you can use in lieu of the oxygen I it has understand. the little bulb oh I it's see. a little yeah. and it, you press the bulb and the air goes oh, through yeah. it so you can mm -hmm. automatically mm -hmm. breathe for the animal mm -hmm. by your hands instead of the oxygen I'd like to supply that in the next kit so I can offer it to people like search and rescue or the forestry service or entities that wouldn't carry oxygen aboard how many fire trucks typically does a fire station have? Do you know, or is it is it vary? It varies, yeah. I've seen one in small towns, and I just visited one last month that had seven or eight vehicles in it. See, yeah. I would have never thought about that, but yeah, mm -hmm. which trucks do? Because, you know, the firemen would feel bad if they didn't have one in each of their one truck was out. And they yeah, it, if know. I had a thousand of these masks, I could get rid of a thousand of them just right, right. like that. Well, it, you're working on it. I can I'm working tell. on it. I mean, I'm working on it. 
I understand you've just recently closed down your business full-time yeah. just to work on I'm it. really going to oh, work on it. Really <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to work on that. Yeah, that's what I told one of my friends recently. I said, you know, I've done all this damage while working. Just mm-hmm. imagine what I'm going to do mm-hmm. now that I'm closing my I business know, down. I know. Yeah, our party was also very successful on top of those 58 masks. I have not placed the order yet because we had a couple other small fundraisers going, but I believe I should be ordering somewhere between 25 and 30 here in the next day or two. So do you have places to put those once they're... About 10 of them. About 10 of them have got home so Mm -hmm. far. Now, how far down south in Orange County are you with these? Have you have you contacted all the fire departments, or you just just, just you have to call them first to see if they're interested? I guess I am not calling them to see if they're interested first. I'm getting the masks and then doing. I'm going a little further than just fundraising. I'm getting the mask sets and I've been taking it upon myself to go in and not only ask the proper questions, but to see what it takes to get them implemented into that city. If they need more in their city, you know, we're not going to accept the donation unless we have four, then I'll do a fundraiser in that city and leave the money in that city so that those four masks can be given to them. And the the book that is inside they're using as protocol for their firemen. So we're actually able to go in there, show them a few specific steps on what they need to do in, you know, in an emergency situation with a dog or a cat and let, have that book for them so that they have protocol for their firemen. That's, I mean, it, I would have never thought about anything like this. How long has this been? Uh, when, how long has it been since you first thought about doing something like this to get the implementation to be where you're at today? One year. That's not too bad. One year. It's been exactly one year. How long did it take to get your uh, your uh, nonprofit status? Uh, it, it's, it is a, a little bit of work. <laughs> it's I a, heard. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it was a little bit of work, and, and I have to admit it is. It definitely wasn't... Um, nearly there's not as many it wasn't as hard as i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. there are, are few legs it's just that each leg seems very intense in some of the questions so but i'm very good at paperwork i'm you know i dot my i's i cross my t's and i think that's one of the things that we've had going for us uh, this past year you know i'm not doing this um i've never thought this was about me um it it got started because a year ago at our party i asked for everybody to bring a can of dog food to our party and i ended up with 39 cans of dog food a year ago a year ago at her third birthday party mm-hmm. and i donated those 39 cans and that was so wonderful i loved that feeling um and i sort of felt like that sort of fundraising was very similar to all the volunteering that emma and i do throughout her therapy and i wanted to do something very similar and mm-hmm. so i did a second fundraiser with the magazines her birthday party ended up in the american dog magazine and i was all happy and i'm like yes what do you mean magazines uh her birthday party was such a grand slam last year that the american dog magazine did a centerfold on her birthday party and that's a fabulous magazine so i was just so proud of that and we purchased a bunch of magazines. We took them down to our local food store, Anaheim Feeds, our favorite place, and we got a table, and we sat there, and we did paw prints for the magazines, um, saying nothing more than we are going to do something with the money, something good, something in the dog world. And we ended up raising almost uh, $800, and we donated it to Actors and Others. It's a company that subsidized spade neutering, so they make spade neutering affordable for you they don't pay for your bill they just make it a little bit affordable and they helped me out about 20 years ago 
they were so surprised that I went back uh, 20 years later to give back that they put her in another magazine. So that's sort of how the ball started rolling. But when I received all of those uh, funds from the magazines, I realized I need to make you a business for me. I need to make sure that you feel comfortable. And so I needed my eyes dotted, and I made it a DBA. Her name, Emma Zen, in the city of Anaheim, and sort of took it from there and I thought started small. <laughs> then the pet oxygen masks got uh, suggested, and it's a great fit for her, the fire dog working for pet oxygen masks. It's uh, also sort of a great fit for her to be a fire dog. It's been fun doing therapy with the kids, and they're, she's a fire dog? Well, mm-hmm. yes, we'll wear her spots. Well, does everybody need spots? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, all the aspects of it have been sort of fun and intertwined. Um, but I, the people around me, I, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. No, um, I'm sure, I'm it, sure every I, I go to street fairs and every dollar that a little kid will mm-hmm. give to her or the five dollars at a time that the adults give, every dollar really makes a difference. And if it wasn't for all of our friends that have helped us in, in into street fairs and, and expos, uh, our biggest supporter, Canadaid Pet Foods, we recently got picked up as one of their special achievers, has made it possible for us to be in some expos, and they changed the awareness level tenfold. They changed the awareness level tenfold, as are you. Well, I have to tell you, this is this is amazing, um, you know, and we only have a couple of minutes left here, but this is amazing to me, I mean, because my dog, I told you, barks at big dogs. Mm-hmm, what yeah. you've seen when they met, there was, no, there was no barking between them, so that's amazing. Okay, can you give us some contact information on how they can learn more or make donations so that we have all that information yes. to everybody? Oh, thank you. Yeah, her website is uh, emmazen.com, that's E-M-M-A. Z-E-N.com, and you can also donate online at MSN.com. And there's a link on the front of MSN that pushes you over to Facebook.com slash MSN. And a lot of her daily activities and her upcoming fundraisers are listed there on Facebook. Well, thank you both of you, yeah. got, you ladies for coming thank in you. today. Come on, Em. Show some knife over there in the corner. <laughs> Get up. Come on and tell us what's happening. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming in. I see trees of green, red roses too.